everyone. Welcome to episode 15 of Sports Luck. There's a lot of sports to cover, a lot of fun things to cover. Just to start off, I'm going to go make Noel really, really look bad because he doesn't know how to bet anything except for football. Wait, wait, um, wait, Alex, before uh, what, you say that. What's the wait? I got some breaking news that's going to be late when we post this. But to add on to my misery, Joel and Breed just got injured again. He got injured again. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just hurt his hand. So he's out for the game. <clears throat> so, yes, to add on All to All right, so the Sixers misery, suck. The best at football betting. It's a tie game in the third quarter. How, why do they suck? Well, now they're going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> they lost the again. They yeah, don't have a beat. They don't have Simmons. Richardson's out for a game. Like, it's just not good. But, uh, so. That's not going to be a good look. So, Noah bet against all of these things. He bet against 60, 60 point Dame, Dame Dalla. He bet against the Bubble Suns, which is just a no-no because you can't bet against the Bubble Suns. And he bet against uh, the Lightning in the 5 OT game yesterday, which if you guys didn't see, it got to the point where the I'm NHL was – I'm never going to forget when Noah told me like eight or nine years ago that Daniel Hudson was going to win Cy Young for the Diamondbacks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 that, that's like a bad beat from like eight, nine That's years a really, really bad take. But I'm just saying, the NHL was so self-aware of, of how the game went that they were like, <laughs> like, we're sorry for ruining your evening on like the video boards inside of the arena. Because it just got to the point where it was like, this game's going on forever. We don't know how to do this. But yeah, so Noah's going to be controlling the conversation this week. We have a lot of very interesting breaking things that happened mostly yesterday. So that was Tuesday for us. But it'll be a couple days for when you guys start. And um, and we have a special guest. So uh, Alex, other Alex. This is another first time we've had two Alexes on the pod. So uh, please introduce yourself and what you do. So I'm Alexander Dacey. Uh, Alexander that's fine. Um, I am currently one of three co-sports editors uh, at the Diamondback at the University of Maryland, a uh, student paper there, um, where I worked with Alex uh, Murphy, other Alex, <laughs> briefly. That's me. Um, and we, in the spring, we covered the baseball team together for the, you know, four weeks that it went on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to cover Maryland football this fall, but that is, uh, as of, as of uh, today, uh, today, that is not, or I guess as of yesterday <laughs> at this point, that is not happening. So yeah, I'm, I guess for teams, I mean, I'm from the DC area, so Nats and Caps are my top two. And then I just, uh, DC just, defenders all the way, right? Eh, I, 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 I don't, you, I've talked to you, but I've talked to you about the XFL before and some of, some of my, some of my things with that, but um, yeah, now, no. <laughs> so, primarily Nats and Caps, but uh, I keep an eye on it all. So well, that's a perfect segue. So Noah, uh, we have a lot of things to talk about football related wise, especially college yes. football related wise. Take the floor, buddy. So if you ever heard uh, the big 10 and the pac 12 have just uh, basically Canceled all there? fall sports. What? Never heard of the Pac-12 or the Big Ten. What are these things? Okay, you're in the middle of nowhere in Colorado, so get out of here, Jason. Okay? There's a Pac-12 team He's in Colorado. He's under his. There rock. is. They're not good, but uh, yeah. So they decided to cancel the football season. So this has huge ramifications as we've had like some schools opt out and some other smaller conferences. But now we have. Uh, now we have, uh, what's it called? Two major conferences in the Pac-12 and Big Ten, especially two more historic conferences with like USC in it, for instance, and also Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. Like these are thoroughbred schools. So my first question is the ramifications on these big schools. Could we see, for instance, like major coaches get fired 
as schools have to adjust to the money they'll be losing and stuff like that. Do you think that could happen to these big schools, especially one that hasn't been successful in the last couple of years? I, I have a feeling that coaches are going to be like insulated. The coaches and and players will, you know, they they won't be cut. I think I think if anything ends up getting cut, I mean, you've already seen this with some programs. It'll be uh, it'll be like certain teams, especially ones that are just not as successful or just in the, I mean, the ones that don't bring in, you know, as much money. Um, and I know for most schools, that's pretty much everything that's not football or, you know, basketball, but I think, I think it'll, you know, I think, I think it's hard, it's hard to say because right now they're uh, the big 10 of the PAC 12 have said they're going to try to play, you know, make these sports happen in the spring. So you know, that could, you know, re- they could probably recoup some losses from that and save themselves. But, you know, it'll, I think, I think it'll be, it'll be a little bit hard in that sense. Um, an interesting thing that has happened though, uh, with at least within the Big Ten is the, is like pretty much every school has been on board with, you know, postponing, at least reportedly has been on board with postponing stuff, except for Nebraska, which is pretty, is, Fought, fought it pretty hard and they've basically they I think they've been looking at options of potentially going independent for a year um to play or like maybe temporarily rejoining the Big 12 or something like that and there were reports earlier today that the commissioner uh, Big 10 commissioner Kevin Warren had effectively threatened Nebraska and was like yeah you're getting kicked out of the conference if you like try to pull any of you know try to pull any of this going independent sort of stuff so you know we'll see what comes of that if if anything at all but um at least like you know yeah it's just so it's just so many unknowns right now but like in terms of coaches and players and stuff like they should be fine save for possible team cuts not even if it's like a smaller school for instance like a school that paid more to keep their head coach for instance and like because I know like smaller schools, like mid-major schools, group five schools, for instance, mm-hmm. a lot of them uh, have a hard time paying their coaches already. For instance, I'm, uh, are, I follow no, Temple football are, a lot with like Matt no, Rule. You're already losing us. Initial question. <laughs> big schools. No, well, no, big schools. Nah, I know. But, like, this is a big thing now because you're going to oh. have coaches – you're gonna, you're gonna no, but no, but these big schools. I, I know, but these big schools already have are already like basically have um, put out a lot of money, dish out a lot of money for these coaches. So it's not like it's their fault that this happened. I mean, like they're kind of just like run the program. What the coaches like run the program? They yeah, program. yeah, but I mean, like it's not their fault that the pandemic happened, unless like we don't know something about like Ryan Day and he's like <laughs> well, secretly uh, the guy who started of the road. Of course, but, I'm like, just saying no if. Uh, uh, I mean, the, yes. If like the program hasn't had great results if, recently, like the last year or two, a school might be well, tempted. Well, to, hey, well that doesn't. I mean, I mean, I, I don't think that matters as much. I think that I'm uh, like what Alex said. I mean, if they're if, if like if anything's going to go, it's 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 athletics like teams and programs that that suck or don't make any money. So basically, like any of the non revenues. And I mean, like and I mean, like you follow Temple. Temple's literally already gotten rid of a bunch of like varsity sports like that before. Like I think it was like a decade ago they cut a bunch of teams, including baseball. And they, yeah, cut, they cut all the baseball. Own. I think like five years ago. They yeah, so that was like five, yeah, 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 that was a huge thing. And the reason why they did it is not is because they just it wasn't worth it to keep running it. So in that sort of case, I don't like it's it's worth it to keep running the football team unless the football team is like Rutgers and like even Rutgers is still like worth it in some sort of aspect but like 
unless a team is like god awful, they're not going to get rid of everything. Everyone's pretty much safe. You know, like if there's like a garbage coach, then like, yeah, the garbage coach is not in a good place. But I mean, like well, a I lot of them are going to get saved by this out. if there's no season. The coach would have already been. The coaches would have yeah, already been. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we're already in August. We're, I mean, they've started tr- like training camps, you could say. And I, I don't see any like just because that the college football season is postponed. Uh, perhaps till spring or maybe till next year that it should have too much of a, an effect. Um, I could see now they have more time to, you know, think about that. But I mean, if any changes are going to be made, I, I don't think it's going to be based on per past performance alone. I think, you know, you would have to, you know, someone would not uh, be willing to play uh, because whether they have, they're going into the NFL draft the next year or, uh, because they still fear have fears of the virus even a year from now or even possibly next spring because we don't know when this is ending. But I don't see anything drastic uh, to that effect happening now. With the conference situation and being whether being independent or you know having to change conferences, that could definitely uh, be evaluated. Especially because you know there's nothing to do other than pretty much that during the uh, during this fall. Uh, but uh, from a player and coach coaching changes alone, I don't really see that happening just because the season's canceled. I do want to say I do agree that that if Nebraska tries to go independent for a year, they should just be kicked out. No, they should not. No, they should be. Okay, I'm just going to say this. Like, Nebraska's not known for their academics. I hope that people know that. What? Nebraska's I know, I know. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's gonna hurt because both football and volleyball are like huge money makers for them. Well, the thing, the thing also is, if they go independent, then what? That doesn't really necessarily mean they're playing. Like, who are they gonna play? Like, Notre Dame had to like get on the ACC side to allow them to play against each other. Well, so I don't think it'd be too hard for them to do that. Try to make a deal with one of those conferences if there is conferences playing. But that yeah, gets me no. to my. Next happen, actually. It, it's going to be a bad look with their relationship with the Big Ten. Yeah, well, it's also the conference you play. We've seen teams in the past move conferences like Rutgers, like Maryland, and so on. So it's sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. So maybe they're willing to risk it. Uh, besides that, this goes to my next topic, though, because there is a few remaining conferences who are still going to play. Like what Mike said about Notre Dame uh, be, participating in the ACC for this upcoming season, if it happens. Uh, my uh, question with that, though, if the football season, if, like, they're forced to cancel. Because I, uh, the NFL and college football and high school, they have an uh, antitrust act where the N- NFL is unable to broadcast on Saturdays and Fridays when there's football seasons, the football season, for college football and high school football. So if this is canceled, does college football stand to lose a lot? Because if you have no college football for a year, you got NFL playing, could that you hurt some of the uh, fan bases or could that hurt the money college football can make in the wrong one? Because you're gonna, losing a fan base for a year, people not watching for a year, they're going to lose interest no matter what. It doesn't matter how much they care about the sport before. If you don't watch it for a year, you're eventually going to stop caring. 
no matter what, in my opinion, at least. I think I think the fan base is I think the fan base is that's kind of a school specific thing because you know if you're in a place like say Alabama you know LSU places that have established fan bases you know I don't think you're I don't think you're losing that fan base like yeah they might be ticked off that there's no football for a year but like they're not they're not gonna go away you know but if you're you know you're at places where it's you know it's not as established um, you know. I hate to keep picking on Rutgers, but like, you know, like, 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 I mean, Rutgers, they're not very good at football. Um, you know, they don't have as established a fan base. I mean, but he, they do have a good fan base. I do have to say, so they do, they suck, do have a good they, fan base, but yeah. So I mean, Alabama I mean, like, yeah, might not be like the best of example for this, but what about the Florida schools, for instance, where maybe you see more interest in Miami or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Jacksonville Jaguars? If I'm out in the Jags, it'll be terrible this year. But the Buccaneers, they no one cares good. about the Jaguars. You're not going to get anyone yeah. for the Jaguars. Like, I'm just, I'm just, just saying, you could like, maybe jump up more interest. Well, if there's no, if there's no college football, and then there's only NFL to watch potentially. I know, but this they is could, not going to watch the Jaguars. They could be entertaining. <laughs> though, you know, you could be a bad team to start entertaining to watch. I mean, I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll completely like lose. You know, like, like sure, there might be some people who jump ship, but again, I think. A lot of these places have enough of an established fan base. And again, especially because, you know, the Florida schools, you know, the, like the big, the big Florida schools are in like the ACC and the SEC. And then you also have, you know, like a place like UCF, which has a very like rabid and diehard fan base, you know, even if it is a little bit. Um, national champions. I, I, I agree. Definitely national national cha- champions. National yeah. champions. Um, they were yeah, the national champion UCF Knights. Um, but, you know, they, even though they're like, I mean, I guess size-wise, they're not smaller, but like you know, conference-wise, they're in a slightly smaller conference. Yes, yeah, so the American, yes. You know, but they're you know, it's it, it it's an it's a known brand. Like I don't think they'll I don't think they'll lose fans, and you know, they might tune it out for a little bit, but like it's I don't think that'll be substantial. I think what the really what the 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 colleges I think are concerned about revenue-wise is you know, yeah, for some of these places, you know getting people to actually like go to the games and not getting, you know, gate revenue, concession revenue, all that stuff. But in a lot of senses, it's like, if you don't have the games, the TV contracts are worth tons and tons of money. And, you know, in a lot of these cases, if you can't play these games, well, then obviously those contracts aren't getting fulfilled. So then that's a lot of the money out. So that's why, you know, I mean, obviously college college sports operate very differently from professional, but like in a lot of these cases, you know, professional leagues can, you know, are fine with in you know beyond that beyond the health concerns they're you know fine with playing these games without fans because if you have the if if you have the tv money i mean that'll cover i'll cover most of it so you know in advertising revenue and whatnot so again i mean i think i think that's probably what they're what they'd be more concerned about um I mean, again, if you play, if if you, I mean, if you play in the spring, you'll you'll still get TV revenue. And hey, I mean, fingers crossed, we have a vaccine or something gets better with this pandemic by the spring. Maybe have you know at least limited limit at least at the very least limited fans in the stands. So you know that would that would again. I mean, there's going to be losses, but I think you know the the hope is you can offset some of those at least. Money's always the name of the game. It's always the name of the game. Yeah. So love it or hate it. It's always about money. Yeah. Especially and- in the NCAA. God damn it. The NCAA. Just what a man. man what, a, what an organization. What a nonprofit organization. That's a way to put it. Mark Emmert is my hero. Just <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> 
I too love to operate a billion dollar enterprise as a nonprofit organization. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's all about, I mean, that's what it is. Like, like, I, I know Jason was just like, why isn't Notre Dame in the ACC or in a conference? And like the reason for that is strictly because Martin. of the TV contract that they have with NBC right. because they're the only college football team that broadcasts on NBC. So like if Notre Dame fans want to go see a Notre Dame game, they don't go on the ACC network or the SEC network or, or ESPN2 or something like that. They go on NBC on a Saturday, regardless of who it is. Well, Notre Dame is that, – that's how they are. They know the product. They know that people like Notre Dame. They know that they have a large following. So that's why they did it. And they did it, like, like how long? They did it in, like, the 90s, right? If, if the ratings weren't good, they wouldn't be on NBC. What about when they have four wins? That's just stupid. They don't – they've been fairly consistently – Except for 2016. 2016, okay, you'll always remember four and eight. It's a different story, but <laughs> – Generally speaking, they've had winning seasons. Oh, like, you want to the I don't know. And well, Metateo's fake that girlfriend. That's a months. great story. Yo, 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 rest <laughs> in peace, Metateo's fake girlfriend. I'm going to do that. <laughs> that, was, that was good television. Everyone watched that. I don't know. What? It's, I bet Alabama would be too rough as well. Oh, oh, if Alabama went solo. Oh. <laughs> yeah, really. And it also gives them the liberty to play a lot of different teams. That's Dixie another reason. Delight Television, home of the Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> I wouldn't watch it, but like, no. Well, yeah. leading to that, though, I is, uh, we were hitting upon a lot already uh, about spring football. Also, as I told Mike again to mute his mic, uh, I could say it out loud this time. Yes, Mike, this is your fault here. Uh, and... Uh, but going First back to spring football. From it. <laughs> Shut up, Jason. Uh, but yeah. Uh, oh, I agree with, with Jason. That, no, no, no. Boot him from it. <laughs> Don't no. actually. But yes, uh, going to uh, it's uh, spring football for the third time you said this. Uh, what we're going to see is some schools like the Big Ten Conference try to achieve it. Now, this is complicated because you have a lot of players who want to go to the NFL. Now, a lot of these players will opt out because that's the only time you have. you got to prepare for the draft. So for this, you think uh, if a spring – let's say the fall football is just canceled and the college football goes to the spring, first you think the product would be severely hampered from a bench talent just opting out to prepare for the draft. And second is do you think it's uh, even realistic to have a spring football season without altering the product in the fall as well because then you – because then you have to either shorten the fall season or do some weird thing where you're putting the players at risk or you're just going to get the NCAA in just more trouble and more hated. And that's hard to do if you're the NCAA. I think the first question of people opting out, I mean, in you know, if some of your top stars, like say, for instance, if you're Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, if, if he decides to, you know, opt out and not run the risk of getting hurt, you know, and then, you know, and then go number one and then not end up going number one overall. So in that sense, yes, I think, you know, maybe the product on the field will be decreased. But I also think that would, in a sense, it kind of be more fun because then you get all these, you know, fun stories of like all these like sort of you know walk-ons and more sort of like unheralded guys just popping up and you get and then you know with that it in a sense it almost sort of I 
it, I, I don't want to say exactly levels the playing field, but like if you have all those, you know, all the big, all the big name guys opting out, there's a little bit less of a talent disparity. Um, you know, well, if, if they're juniors and seniors, you know, there's a little bit, little bit less of a talent disparity. So I think it could be in the end, even if it's like, you know, even if the football itself is not as good, it could be just more fun and more wacky. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you need, uh, sometimes you just need to root for team chaos. But um, then to answer the second question, they'll definitely have to alter the schedule. Um, whether it's like, you know, they do like a nine game season in the spring and then like a nine game season in the fall or eight and eight or, you know, something like that. They'll have to, they'll have to alter it in some way, shape or form. Uh, Cause like, I mean, two, you, you, you can't play two 12 game seasons, like, uh, you know, a couple, couple months apart. That's just not feasible. So and I, agree. I agree. You, you typed, you typed UCF 2020 champs. I agree. Not Damn straight. I, I, Damn I will be getting on that train as well. Oh, you see, I'm the charge on. Can can we talk about the fact that like like Mackenzie Milton's leg was so messed up from that, and he's still trying to come back and play football, like just like Alex Smith. And I'm like, why, dude? Your leg is like looks like it know. was like pieced together by like Frankenstein's whatever like that thing frankenstein's person you know like the guy wait does he still have a year of eligibility left i think so but like he shouldn't play football ever again in my opinion (laughs) his leg got mashed it was not good but um so i do think that the um i think that the quality is going to worsen in terms of like what people want to see um if a bunch of big name guys opt out which i think that they I think that they should just because I think that it makes a lot more sense. Like if you already know that you're going to be a first round draft pick, then there's no real reason to show that you deserve to be a first round draft pick. Um, Alex, I do want to point out with that, the difference uh, from the projected salaries from in 2019, for instance, the number one pick is 32 mil. The 32nd pick is 10 mil. That's a $22 million difference. Okay. But like, that's still millions of dollars. That's still millions of dollars. None of these guys are going to complain being like, Oh, I'm the second pick versus I'm the 18th pick because like, they're still making millions of dollars. Like, like, like I know that like they might want to make more, but Honestly speaking, they're going to be satisfied with really whatever they get because they're getting picked to go play in the NFL. Like some guys think, just don't get picked. Do you think a guy could be like, though, I'm going to, I could be like a second round pick or I could say, oh, all these people are op- opting out. I'm going to uh, face weaker competition. If I ball out, I could be a top well, five pick. It's well, it depends. Guys that aren't like, guys that aren't like straight first round picks, there's probably going to be that that you know thing either way where it's going to be like you know maybe if I'm like a fringe first round guy this will get me into that and then and then maybe the guys that are in the first round will regret doing that um I don't really know but I I just think that I I think that um it's going to be a little bit more exciting I'm excited so if we're talking about spring football because I bring this up at the joke but like also like like I brought up well uh, first off First off, uh, uh, Alex said Team Chaos. I actually rooted for Team Whipsnakes in the PLO Championship game, and Team Whipsnakes brought it home. Back to back, baby. Oh, Let's get can it. Me correct, can me correct Nalo. Like, what the heck is he talking about? Like, Burrow no. is one pick at 36.19 million. Chase Young is the second pick. No, 30. no, I'm saying I was going off for 2019. It's 2019 either way, like, guys are still making money, so like, it doesn't matter. But I mean, I mean like they're they're not gonna really care. I mean, like, yeah, it'll be cool to be like a top ten pick, but like it'll still be cool to be a first round pick. Like there's still merit in all of that. Um, I do think with spring football, I think it's important because I saw that like the spring league, I think that's what it's called, is going to have a bunch of guys that are like D1 opt-outs play in some sort of a bubble. And then I know I'm bringing this up again, but 
I know the XFL could possibly come back. If there's a way that they could figure out a way to come back, they could come back in the spring of 2021 in a bubble and find a way to basically incentivize players that like, hey, you could try to finish out college and, and or like, like basically saying like you could finish out and play college football in the spring if you're a senior or you could come play in the XFL and actually get money. So like, honestly, I think that that's a, I think that's something that actually could be um, a thing that is like, you're incentivizing players to, you know, either one way or another saying that like, like you could go play college football or you could go basically play, you know, a similar style of thing, but with players that are of a little bit higher caliber because some of these guys have played in the NFL and all that stuff. Cause you could take the guys that play in the previous league and then bring in new guys and, and you'll make money off of it. And then you'll still be in a position to go into the draft and get a good and get a high draft stock because you're actually playing against higher levels of competition. So those two things could be a possibility. I don't Alex, know if they will. But. My counter to that, though, if you're playing in the spring and for that gives you less time to prepare for well, yeah, like, yeah, the Yeah, I, I understand combine. that. I understand that, but what I was saying, like, it, the possibilities there, I'm not saying it was, like, 100% of a thing. It's just more of, like, it could be a thing. Like, they could capitalize on that. Can everybody stop saying that the players' uh, the players safety is that much of a big issue for this? Because, I mean, they're gonna, this is football. Like, the most dangerous game on earth. If you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. And also, if there's so many guys are going to graduate and play in the spring that are going to play in the fall. Uh, and I mean, you don't have to play if they want to do a season in the spring and a season in the fall. You don't have to play. You can right. choose say, I'm playing spring football while I'm playing fall football. While I'm playing neither. I don't know why this safety thing is all of a sudden the biggest concern. Man. We know that for years, football has been extremely dangerous. Well, the problem oh. is the amount of games they're playing so close together. That's and they're everyone's and their bodies to adjust. It's like it's not normal for them to be playing twenty. I guess 20 or so games in a calendar in the same calendar year. I think that's the problem. Yeah, obviously, I think it's inevitable if if they're going to be playing 20 games, yeah, they're going to have to deal with injuries more so than you think they probably would. Are used to playing, you think hockey players are used to playing? They're professional, that's something different. They get paid millions of dollars. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I can't, I cannot football is also a much different sport. Football is a dangerous sport. The athletes know they don't have to play. They don't want to. It's not like they're getting paid and they have to take away their money if they don't play. They're not getting paid to start with. I say if you don't want to play, don't play. If you want to risk it and play, play. I do want to say quick, quick Flyers update. Uh, they're currently winning one nothing with .4 seconds left in the first period. Also, quick Rays update. Uh, our Lord and Savior Brandon Lau has hit his fourth home run of the year. Um, yeah, so, I, so I just wanted to let you guys know that Brandon Lau's 2020. This is, this is, is all irrelevant. It's not irrelevant because <laughs> he's a god. Hey, Ray, hey, Rangers did win the first all pick. They won the firm lottery, not the Penguins. So that was good to see. Now that yeah, is very relevant information. You won yes. the Lafreniere sweepstakes. <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you. Good Shout out to the Carolina though. Hurricanes. I want to say thank you. We have you to thank for that and uh i'm just glad that the penguins weren't even close to the top of there so that's all i care about don't worry i got my chips chips (laughs) i put the s on it the multiple chips Uh, he's gonna pull a no and he's gonna start betting and then losing a lot of money it's not gonna be good i i I wouldn't like no no we all know what you did you told us about it. it a, you, it was it, very blatant in the chat. You were really pissed off that. It was you, a bad day. You bet against the Bubble Suns, like you knew what you were getting into. 
Well, you win some, you lose some, okay? No, but I mean, like, now, why would you bet against them? It's the you, Bubble Suns. You make it like I lost so much money. I lost $20. Totally. Dude, $20 is a lot of money. $20. I mean, you know, I could buy a lot of money. doesn't have a job is a lot of money. I could buy <laughs> one blaster <laughs> box of Topps 2020 Chrome baseball cards. All right. Getting back on topic with college football real quick. So, what Jason was saying, they're not professional athletes. So, there was some talk earlier about potentially unionizing. Uh, do you think I should be a, no. able to do no. that as a college no. athlete? Because you are in a billion-dollar industry. You are putting yourself at risk, and you should have – players could argue they should have some say in what their health is because they're providing so much for their sport. What, Jason? Dumbest thing I've ever heard. Would you like to elaborate? I take <laughs> It's college. These are college athletes. College football. We're going to have every college sport unionized. Um, let me tell you, I've always. They don't make money. Yo, they dude, college softball unions and like oh college God. women's soccer and wrestling unions. Oh. <laughs> I love all those sports, by the way. I love all those sports equally. That's, this that's is a, such a bad move. That this is a billion dollar industry. It could make sense. I don't care if it's a two billion dollar industry. That's a bad move. The fact that I mean, I agree in the sense that college players shouldn't have to worry about getting into a union. But unfortunately, the NCAA is so corrupt the stakes. that it They're might be necessary for them to do something so drastic as that. Um, I mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, the players really don't have any say to anything. They just have to abide by whatever uh, is being told to them. So I don't – I could see it happening. You know, there might be, a, you know, an NCAA Players Association. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, I think just because how, how much control the NCAA has, I, I could see it possibly happening. And I wouldn't say it's the worst idea I've ever heard. Yeah, and I think – the issue again is like if the NCAA just wasn't the NCAA, like it, you know, right, exactly. It, 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 it'd be, it, you know, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. And like, especially because even if you throw that word like union or players association around, the NCAA will like shut it down quick. Um, so it was interesting because in, in most cases, I'm more personally a little more pro union. So like in most, in most cases, so like, I think it would be good for them to do it. The hard thing is, which I was reading, I was reading a little bit up on this yesterday when they started, or I guess it was Monday when they started floating it around, is because not all the schools are private schools and a lot of them are state institutions, there's like certain laws that sort of govern how, you know, you, you know unions work with that. So it wouldn't be, it like technically wouldn't be possible or wouldn't be feasible to run like a traditional union of college athletes because they they just have different governing structures, you know, overseeing them. I think what I was reading was if they form like a trade association or something, they could, they could like, which, which would serve like a similar purpose. I think they could get away with it. Oh, let's like, do that. That would sound so know, great. The I, college football players trade association. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. The players should have zero power. Okay. It all belongs to the players are entitled to zero percent of the power. Honestly, that's what I think. Jeez. Jeez! Wow, that's a, sports that, is a, that is a flaming hot take. That's Jason, like 150 that is, that degrees. Is, uh, hot take. Jason, where would college sports be without athletes? Where is Duke without the perennial superstars they get? The athletes don't. The athletes aren't the ones who make the rules and don't. Wait, no, the money. They're, they're not the ones that have the power. They're, 
They're the no. product, man. No, what are you what talking about? We want to talk about Duke? Okay, let's talk about Duke. One and done. Let's talk, about, <laughs> let's talk about how they had Zion, Cam Reddish, and RJ and still couldn't get to the Final Four. Well, no, like, the hey, they almost lost to UCF. They almost, they almost lost, lost to UCF Another and Virginia Tech. Good day for UCF. Duke overrated. But no, what I'm saying with those, like, for instance, college basketball, athletes, I know this is being discussed and maybe overturned, but athletes are forced to go to college and play abroad. Like, it's not like, like, play Zion abroad, go to, to the G League. For basketball, I think you should have to at least go to college for a year. But for football, or not, I, mean, I, I mean, I don't think you should have to go to college for a year because some of the guys are just ready. I mean, we've seen it. But for football, these guys need maturing. These guys need to learn how to control a huddle. They need the leadership. They need those few years of experience playing against that highest level of competition because football is a whole different animal than basketball. Hey, I'm just saying Zion did need to learn how to brick a free throw in college to know how bad it would look in the nba so like <laughs> like, right. like like let's not get it twisted here people <laughs> well jason i want to play football though like it's so different than just leaving high school to go play basketball well, you can sit on the bench that, for a couple no of no that's true that's it's true in, in, in basketball yeah joe burrow there's no way i would have made that jump yeah yeah college there's like, like, there's guys like Kobe that are, like, good enough right out of high school and guys like Zion that are good enough right I, out of I high school, it's but it's not the same really thing. Rare. I would not encourage it for most players. I I'm not – No, I'm just go to the G League. Honestly, like, players. for basketball, just, just go to the G League. You'll make money. Again, this is not like the players like Joe Burrow. These are the players like Trevor Lawrence. These are the players that after a second year, they would be drafted – number one, and they're still forced to play. I think that also helps the team, though, because Christian Hackenberg would have probably gone top ten if he only played one year in college. But he went to Penn State as a quarterback. He already knew his fate. But, like, that's the thing, though. Like, it's one of those things where, like, is that fair, though, for a player? He's not allowed to earn money. Fox Sports. Look at illusion stuff there. Big business. Just saying. Well, last thing with the leading to that though, with the NFL and collusion and prospects and going NFL with them having the three years of college football, for instance. Uh, do you think this could affect the NFL at all with them losing a lot of major conferences? Because we all know the boards change rapidly. A QB can have one good season and go from undrafted to being number one or a transfer can make a big difference for even a wide receiver. It can go from being a fifth round guy to a first round guy, et cetera. So you think this is going to change the, how the NFL looks at it? Do you think it could have a feeder league, a big uh, combine? <laughs> XFL. <laughs> and I don't think it's going to be XFL, Alex. I'm sorry to tell you. But that. like, honestly though, like that's a possibility. Like, like they should just market it as like, this is going to be a feeder league to the NFL. Like, I would be completely fine with that because then you'll see, like, you're going to see increasingly better <laughs> products because you're going to have guys that are going to be good enough. And, you, and you'll watch them play and you'll be like, this is kind of like the future. Like, it'll be like a minor league. Fo- I, see, I don't care enough about the NFL to say one way or another because, like, I just kind of want to see it crash and burn. Um, but, like, that's the cynical side of me, just wanting, like, like Roger Goodell to feel, like, like the most pain. Um so, yeah, I don't really have a good opinion. I, I do think, though, that there's a possibility for a feeder league, and I hope it's the XFL, but I don't know. I think, honestly, like, for as much crap as I give the XFL, that would be by far their most prudent move would be to be like, hey, we're a minor league. Because of, like, all the big sports, football is the only one that doesn't have, like, a you know a real minor league. And, like, their, their minor league, I in air quotes, is adjust the XFL rules then, though, to make it more, like, yeah, like, I guess you'd have to sort of adjust it, you know, 
to make it more traditional, but like, you know, I mean, right now the way the NCAA operates is it is it's is it's a de facto minor league, but like it's it but it's it's a minor league in which it's it players makes a ton of money. Yeah, that makes a ton of money, but it's players don't get any any sort of you know real compensation for it. And in which like there's not really a lot of good mobility because like you know with most minor leagues you can sort of you can kind of go up and down but like you know in the NCAA there's like a whole process you have to go into the transfer portal and you have to get a you know get a waiver approved if you want to play and it's a it's a whole thing so so if 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 the XFL or another league came up and like made the you know made made themselves into a minor league I think that would probably be prudent again I don't know if that'll come out of this but I think there'll at the very least be more talks that people have. I don't know. <laughs> I do want to take one last shot at NCAA as well, just for the fact of the transfer pool that coaches can leave. But so if players can't got to wait a year to leave, it's just one of the funniest Sorry, guys. things. I just because Jason said that the Yankees were winning, and then I was like, "Yo, the Rays are winning eight <laughs> nothing." And the Phillies suck. <laughs> no, I. I've seen Jayon Segaria. Jayon Segaria, what a guy. Why are you pronouncing it Jayon Segaria? <laughs> what, <he does? laughs> what, what did he do last night? Oh god. <laughs> I mean I mean I mean did you watch it? Me? Yeah. No, I don't watch so it. So basically, so it was tied 6-6 in the ninth inning. It was bases loaded with like one or two outs. <laughs> there was a pop-up in the middle of the infield. Hoskins was settled under the ball. And Segura ran over from third base and was like, I got it, I got it, I got it. And then it fell behind his face. <laughs> <laughs> was it an error? And then they or scored. Was it similar to a Luis Castillo moment? Does that uh, even count? No, yeah, no, that- it was worse because he didn't touch it. So it was a hit and two runs scored. <laughs> Really, really bad. But then the Oars gave it up in the bottom. And then Roman Quinn tried to dive for a ball, and then it was an inside the park home run. Really bad. But then I I know that Joey's are trash. I know that Jay Ann Segura. No, his name is is Gene Segura. I just like called him Jay Jay Ann. Ann. (laughs) (laughs) But I know that he had a chance to to redeem himself for not getting last night, and he blew it. His name is Gene, by the way. I just like he doesn't deserve for his name to be pronounced correctly, so that's why I said Jay on. He doesn't deserve all the hate. <laughs> I get a shout out. Awful player. Oh, Mike gets a shout, shout out. What's the shout out? My Miami Marlins winning 11 6. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your Miami Marlins. No. What do the, you The NL East leading Miami Marlins by <laughs> Yes. Oh, wait, are you talking cheated. about New York Yankees too? Because, like, Jeter's yeah, the president? Manager. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> New York well, Yankees. The Orioles might be 9 and 7 after today. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this has been, a, this been a rough year for me. All right, so, uh, are we done talking about uh, college football for right now? Yeah, we can talk well, about actually, some baseball. One last football thing I got some breaking, breaking news to announce real quick. Breaking uh, news. Breaking Dallas news? Cowboys have signed Pro Bowl defensive end Everson Griffin. Everson oh. Griffin has had a great Ooh. career in Minnesota. Uh, he's had some, he left Minnesota uh, recently with some mental health problems though hoping he's all well there but they get a great talent prioritize mental health health. defense prioritize mental health we need to we need to end the stigma on mental health and we need to make it we need to normalize mental health that's just coming from me personally because i've dealt with my own mental health problems amen you need to normalize gambling just like the cardinals (laughs) why did you say it after mental health it's not how that works it makes mental health worse (laughs) jason what are you doing This is this Jason. Jason's Jason, Jason, exposing his mental health issues. Wait, is this what happens when you go to Colorado? The air is too dank for you, and you just turn into some like crazy man. 
<laughs> I, I mean, the Cardinals have only played five games, okay? <laughs> oh, look, it's gritty. All right. Sorry. Uh, getting, getting on to baseball now. There's been a couple breakout stars that I want to talk about first and ask you if you think they're for real or no. They're just on a hot streak. And I got to start this off with uh, one of my personal favorites just because he's on the Phillies. The Phillies' best hitter this year so far, Phil Goslin. No. Do you guys think he's for real or no? No. No. <laughs> no. no. Nah, he's he's on he's on a hot streak. Not yeah. even not not even no. going into detail. He's not that good. Are you sure he's not? He's thirty one. He could be like one of those players. That, oh, I'm he's thirty one, so he's like Chris Coast. Uh, yeah, Chris Cote. He finally got his chance. Sorry, Noah. No, no. Oh, that's that, that's Noah, a little harsh. Wait, Noah, what do you think? He's he he's he's hot right now, and he and hey, he may have a good because this season's short. He it's may show up high on the leaderboard. Dominic Brown like, was hot for half a season. We all know what happened with him. We're literally we're literally, we're literally laughing at the Marlins and they're eight and four. So like you know, weird crap is happening. Hey, we can still laugh at the Marlins. Like, like, like who said that we Marlins can't not laugh at the Marlins? No. Yes. No. Maybe. No, that's how 2020 must end. That's how 2020 must end. Year, but Guys. also, I want to give a shout out to Clint Frazier. Call up to the Yankees today, three for three, the triple side of the cycle. Very oh, nice, okay. like guys. But like that. the only the only way that 2020 must end is that the Marlins win the World Series. Like no, like I against the, the Orioles, the worst. against the Orioles, Marlins, Orioles, <laughs> World Series. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Uh, the next player is Nick Castellanos for the yeah. Cincinnati Reds. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've I've been, I've been a big Nick Castellanos guy for the last couple of years. Um, I mean, he's in a crappy situation in Detroit. Like mm-hmm. they they were good, but Reds are a much on, better team. Yeah, Reds are much yes. better, and he was he was sort of like the guy to me that came right after JD Martinez, and is sort of similar. Like like big like big bat can play the outfield, but that's not really you know yeah. what they're there for. And they were kind of toiling in Detroit, you know, after that 2014 team fell apart. Uh, and now he's on a better team. You know, I, I like, I mean, the Red, the Reds haven't had a great start to the year so far, but like, I, I think they have a lot of potential and they could, they could be really good and run that division for, you know, probably starting next year or for the next few years. Um, Castellanos will definitely be a piece of that. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah definitely going to support my National League Central pick, the Cincinnati Reds. How do you say his name? I thought it was. Castellanos. I think it's I think it's Cast Nick 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 Castellanos, right? Let's just call him Nick C. Yeah. Nick C. <laughs> Nick Castellanos. From Cincinnati, you're on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to uh, also say according to baseballreference.com, they're not buying the Marlins. They only give them a 21% chance to make the postseason. Just want to point that out. Okay. Doubters. <laughs> Doubters. <laughs> they are doubting the Marlins. I mean, they are they are way like overperforming right now. But like, I kind of again, even though I'm a Nats fan, I kind of want them to overperform and like go on a run. Hey, they're giving them a zero percent chance. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. A zero percent. They don't even believe they, they can have a zero percent chance. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't care if they finish with a winning record. That I would still give them a zero percent chance to win. The just, hey, the Marlins the are the only team that have never lost a playoff series. That yeah. is true. They, they made the playoffs twice, and they won the World Series both times. They're the only they team that's never lost a playoff series and never won a division, <laughs> but won two. But. <laughs> 
Speaking about making the most of your opportunities, how about Kyle Lewis? Uh, yes. 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 Oh yes. my yeah. God. I'm yes. a big Kyle Lewis guy as well. While. Yeah. He needs to, he needs to work on his, um, I mean, obviously he needs to work on the strikeouts right now, but like dude can hit and he can feel like, yeah. And he's fast. Like no one cares about strikeouts anymore. Yeah. Guys, I, yeah. Guys guys considering that like Aaron judge is like the, uh, you know, it's, it's like just a child of base. It's just a common thing. So you just have to live with it. Yeah. But, no, no right. Kyle Lewis is the real deal. Yes, sir. I just hope he can get out of Seattle or Seattle becomes good because, like, Seattle's purgatory right now. Yeah. Uh, now, the next player, this is a former number one prospect in baseball, Dylan Bundy. He's finally out of Baltimore. No. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, I think he's, I think he's, he's had his chances. He's been good at times, but he just hasn't been able to pull it all together. I, 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 yeah, I think, I mean, I think, I honestly think like his peak is like a mediocre starter, you know? You don't think he could be one of those things where he leaves a situation, like leaves Baltimore, Jake Arrieta, and he becomes, I'm not saying he's going to win a si- multiple Cy Youngs, but he he's definitely not Jake Arrieta. Woo! No, I, that's that, a that, hot take. I'm not comparing him to Jake Arrieta, but it's one of No, how dare somewhere. you compare him to Jake Arrieta? <laughs> Uh, I, I don't. I think. I don't think he's good. I'd put him in the trash pile. I just think he's a journeyman pitcher. Trash pile. Okay. Mike. Mike any response? Yeah. I'm. You know. I'm in the same boat. I don't. Uh, I don't see him. Like I, I know what you're kind of going for in the whole like. Oh, he could be a new new pitcher. Like we no. saw that with like Sonny Gray, who was in a bad situation. But I don't. I, I don't see. That. Yeah, but like Sonny Gray was good in Oakland. Like, I, like well, that's the difference is that he was good in Oakland. Yeah, he went into he a bad situation with the Yankees because he wasn't used to the big lights. And then he went to Cincinnati. I think he was just one of those guys you can't pitch in New York. They get everyone. Yeah, exactly. No, I know. Yeah, exactly. But like the big lights, the big apple. I don't too think much. You, I don't think you'll see that with him. Okay, okay. I think I'm the only one in on Dylan Bundy, by the way. He's for real. Uh, I'm not in for Phil Goslin, by the way. I'm just joking around with that. But he's been the Phillies here. Why'd you put him in if you knew everyone was going to say no? Because he's he's off to a great start. Okay, whatever. Gotta give him a shout-out. He's doing well. Okay, okay. You can give him a a shout-out. I'll let you give him a shout-out. All right, and the last one for this list is a 32-year-old second baseman. Donovan Solano for the San Francisco Giants. Currently, he's batting no. 458. No, it's the Giants. It's 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 an, it's another Goslin situation. He's having a good year, but that's and he's and he's off to a hot start. But I'm not gonna you know read read into it more than that. Like he's a he's a journey. He's a, I mean he's a journeyman with not a with a you know again a mediocre at best track record. He's having a good start. Who was this? <laughs> he's a second baseman. And that's your answer. <laughs> no, I didn't hear the name. Donovan, Donovan Solano. Donovan Solano. Oh, yeah. Second baseman for the uh, Yo, but, like, can we give some shout-outs to, uh, to Chuck Nasty? Mr. Mr. Charlie Blackman, who's like he's he's almost unconscious right now. Alex, Alex, we're gonna get into him later. Trust me. Unconscious. Him, him, and Tatis. Tatis Jr. right now is on another level. Tatis is like single-handedly like carrying my fantasy team right now to first place in the league. I'm in. (laughs) Tatis, I, I, I mean, I love that man. Sorry, Noah. Sorry, we ruined your game. Please go. I'm sorry. No, well, uh, he's... no, come well, back. Well, right. Is he for real or not, Charlie Blackman? That's what I was gonna ask. Is he gonna keep it up the Charlie production he Blackman? has? I know he's not gonna. He's been for real. What you need, cuz? He's been for real. Yes, but he's also older player. You think he's going to slow down? You think he'll keep it up? I don't think he's ever going to be as good as he used to be. I think he's still going to be good. I mean, in Colorado, your stats get elevated. That is true. 
He yeah. benefits from Colorado a lot. He likes that Coors Field for sure. Coors Field. Coors um, Brewing Company. They uh, try to think DJ LeMahieu was going to falter by leaving Coors Field, but hey, he did. Another uh, star who's uh, kind of a bounce back candidate is Paul Goldsmith. He's had off a good start with uh, the season. Same with Nelson Cruz, Carlos Correa, oh, John Cruz. Lester, and Trevor Bauer, for instance. Any of these players you think are going to have the one of those seasons where they just dominate for the 60, rest of the 60 games? Or do you think any of them are, that stand out are just pretenders? I mean, I mean, Nelson out? Cruz is just like, you, you can just pencil him in for like, I mean, during like a normal season, you, you can just pencil him in for 40 and 100 every year, it seems like. He just like, he's an oh, ageless wonder right now. All those are like pretenders. Yeah, no. no. I, I mean, Bauer a little bit. Bauer a little bit because yeah. he was a little bit he's shaky. A, he's, a, he's kind of crazy how he pitches but yeah a little bit <laughs> but, but I don't know he's still a good pitcher like he's a very good pitcher he, he's definitely he, he's looking really good at the start of this year but like he he was shaky at least last year with Cincinnati and he was shaky with um he was shaky with Cleveland and he was too young in Arizona but I think that he has like He's always had the potential. He just needs to show the potential. I mean, he can touch ninety-eight. Like, like, like he can throw hard, and he has he has some good stuff. Yeah. About you, Darvis. Also, to touch it. Darvis. You, Darvis. You know he's always injured. That's oh, <laughs> uh, tough. Because again, he he's one of those guys. Again, he's always had the potential, but like injuries or. Other situations have always held him down. At least he got the pitch on yeah. Shohei. Right. Oh, yeah. All-star games again. Whatever happened to Shohei? He's still a DH, but, like, he – He can't uh, pitch anymore. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, anytime he's going to try to pitch again, he's going to get hurt because he got hurt the one time and then he got hurt again this year. Like, no right. way in heck he's going to he's, he's gonna pitch. Is he gonna yeah. have that surgery again to try to pitch? Or? I I guess. I mean, I mean, he's definitely gonna try. Like, trust me, he's gonna try. And this is the problem with a lot of Japanese pitchers is that um for the, for those that haven't watched the um uh, the documentary on Koshian, which is like the uh, uh the annual uh, Japanese high school baseball tournament that they have, they throw the same pitcher out for like a full week if they actually get to Koshian. So like they're pitching like uh, there have been stories of guys that have thrown like two hundred pitches um, in a game and then what. The ball is different. Like I know, throwing. but like, there's. St- I mean, you're still using your arm a lot. Like, no, no, like, I know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like. Yeah, yeah, but just with the ball too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, there's a lot of things that they're adjusting to, especially in Japan. And I think that like a lot of these phenoms that come out of Japan, like we haven't really seen a guy that. And again, a lot of them are also older when they come over. So, like Shohei was kind of the first guy that was pretty young when he came over. Um, and had a lot Not of potential. Twenty-five, I think. Yeah, but yeah, but Shohei was like twenty-one. Like he was like like he was really really young when he came over. Like I don't think he played that much of uh, baseball in the in in Nippon. I don't I don't think he played much at all. That's what I know. That's But like, yeah, but I mean, like a bunch of these guys just unfortunately they burn out and it sucks. Like I don't want them to burn out, but I think that I mean that's kind of what they do is they burn out after a certain time. Rest in peace, Scott Kazmir. <laughs> He's not even Japanese. What you talking about? I don't care. Rest in peace, Scott Kazmir. Okay, so Scott Kazmir is Japanese now. Noah said it. This is confirmed. He's not Japanese. Scott Kazmir is now Japanese, according to Noah. That's breaking news for you. That's breaking yeah, news. Scott Kazmir is Japanese. First Joel beats injury. Uh, then Everson Griffin. Griffin, and but, now. I, I do want to ask, so like where the, base, 
uh, I do want to ask um, just a couple. Like, uh, do we have much more baseball, or, or like, were we done with baseball? Because I wanted to ask we you. have one more baseball segment, but it's, okay. we'll, that, we'll get enough with it. Okay, okay. Because I was just going to ask how everyone thought about how the season's going so far. Um, and I know that there have been a lot of cancellations, but like, are we expecting? Are we expecting big cancellations? Alex, you kind of cut out there. I, I understand. I cut Alex, out. Alex, so that again. You cut out. Yeah. Am I good now? Yeah, you're good now. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you guys about how the season's going so far and about what we think are going to happen with the playoffs because like there have been a lot of shockers so far i know that like we're kidding on the marlins and the and the orioles but like they're both over 500 <laughs> I mean, like, uh, it's that, a thing. That, was, that was a good way well that's i like and we kind of alluded to it when we did that baseball show and i was like we knew we were going to see some crazy things and like we laughed at the Marlins, we didn't even. No one picked the. Wow, Marlins. man, the Marlins made us look Marlins. really bad. And we are we are two weeks in, and they are in first place. Um, <laughs> I'm not worried that I'm not worried right now that they're. Oh, I'd be extremely worried if I was a Braves fan. I'd be like, yo, the season's lost. Like, like, no, pack your bags. Everything's that's, done. That's huge overreaction. Even but then again, like Soroka is out for the year, so like that that hurts. But get over it. What's different than worrying about the Marlins? Worry oh, I worry about the Marlins all the time. I mean, I mean, they just scare me. It's the Marlins. <laughs> they scare me. The They're literally putting out my like, not even a AAA team. I'm telling you, the uh, the ghost of the um uh, the ghost of the home run structure in center field is just like haunting everyone right now. They're just <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> haunting the Phillies oh, bullpen. <laughs> it's so it was so cool. People people gave it so much flag. It looks so cool. I'm with Jeter on that one. Here, wait, here, wait, Mike. Me, me, Mike, Mike. Me and you went to a game together. How'd you feel about the? Uh, how'd you feel about the home run sculpture? I didn't mind it. I mean, I think you really hate it. I, I mean, no, I like it. It's definitely. Oh, you do? Yeah, I, I love it. No, no, I, I no, I just hate Marlins Park because it was because because they screwed over Miami Dade County. It just looks like I a thought, giant pool. Well, I thought one of the reasons was because the home run sculpture. But anyway, oh, the home run sculpture is cool. I mean, the aquarium behind the backstop is stupid. Because like because like what if it hits it? Oh, and I think it's... <laughs> like, all wow. the fish die. <laughs> did it that happen like once or twice? Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. Happened. <laughs> Yo, rip the fish. Yeah, literally. Common fans wouldn't know that. Uh, but oh, yeah, good thing we're not common. Uh, I don't know. I mean, are you asking me like what I think about Marlins Park? I mean, I mean, do you like Marlins Park? It's not that. It's unique. It's I so it's, weird. It just looks like a giant sculpture. I don't really like <laughs> dumb baseball stadiums, though. Oh, no, I love the drop. To, you have to have a retractable roof at that place. No, in, in, in Florida, you have to have a retractable I just roof. Don't you have to. to. What? I just don't like it, but I understand that. No, I know, to. I know, I know. Well, I, at least it's retractable. Like, I, I don't like, you know, Tropicana Field. Oh, the Trump is so underrated. It's actually it's actually really nice. Like, like Marlins I know. Park like, a lot nicer. Marlins Park actually has some cool things. Yeah, but no, so does. They've done a lot of work to the drop. They've done a lot of work to the drop. I got to give them credit. They've done a lot of work. A lot of, lot of work. Lot of work. Lot of work. Millions of dollars of work put into Tropicana. Yes, yes, yes. It's being, you know, and hopefully they, you know, I mean, if they move to Montreal, that was pretty much a waste, but. Congrats on the Lightning for finally beating the Blue Jackets in a game. But I want to throw a song. Yes, it took five overtimes, but they did it. I was rooting for a Corpusal there. I forgot. Oh, we all know you were, though. I could tell you that you put some money down. 
Yeah, I bet two whopping dollars on the Blue Jackets. Oh, dude, them. that's a lot of money. That that could get you like. Corpusalo did his best, though, to put, win me my money. He did his Yo, best. Like, that could get you two iced teas at Wawa. I owe Corpusalo a beer. That's what I owe him. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever see him in life, I'll say, I owe you a beer for trying to win me a bet. But all right, going to our last segment. First, uh, Mike, where are you right now? <laughs> Uh, I am in the great Lone Star State in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Okay. <laughs> Noah went right into it. Uh, Noah, yes. like, dude, like, we're, he's just like, yo, Mike, where you at? Gotta be yeah. because No, it's I, actually, it, you know, when you mentioned it, it's actually a pretty good idea because when, since we've been doing this, I don't think I, we, we, we've done two shows in a row where I was in the same place. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mike we can Lynch. look back in the we can look back in the archives, but I'm pretty sure that hasn't happened yet. Oh, I'm sure I've returned to places I've been to, but I don't think two weeks in a row I've been in the Mike's same place. Mike's a nomad, basically. But yeah, I, mean. I, I am a couch surfer, going from place to place a lot. That's for sure. Mike loves to surf couches. Yeah, Mike, yes. do you need a place to live? I can, I, I can lend you my couch. I think he's just cheap. I think he's just trying oh. to <laughs> as long as he can. No, no that's for not. sure because we are living and we are living in a tough world right now. I mean, we're looking about to get have like 20 i mean thousands of employees in the airline industry get furloughed coming up in october if we do not get any financial aid so you know i mean people have people have stayed in crew rooms at the airport overnight uh because they have families to provide for and they can't pay for Mike, Daniel, Daniel Norris lived inside of a Beetle, okay? And he, he played Major League Inside of a what? I said he lived inside of a Volkswagen Beetle. And Jason's right. You do have two different places, so, like. No, I know. No, to say that I don't have anywhere to live, that's not, that's not true. But, you know, I mean, I am looking to eventually, you know, get an apartment with someone, so. So, so for listeners, Mike's currently available to uh, to room with you if you want. That's that is not true. I do have a roommate. His name he's is Brian Ryan. He's also looking um, for a girlfriend. That is that may be Mike's, true. <laughs> okay, we're not turning this into the basketball. We're not turning this into the basketball. Come on, come but, on, Noah. Let's finish this up. Right. So this is but, yeah. our last segment. In spirit of Mike being in the Lone Star State, we're going to be judging these players who are off to a slow start. So if you're worried about them say i wouldn't trust him any further than i could throw him if you aren't concerned if you don't like the weather wait a minute what that's what you should say throw him <laughs> what the texans say the texans say okay? why we throw people wait i have to write this down like why? Uh, no 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 can we just not do that because that's like no. a little bit too much there chief you can do it i wouldn't Trust him any farther than I could throw him is a no. And if you aren't concerned, say, if you don't like the weather, wait a minute. And what does that translate to? Oh, yes. Well, that changes us. It will, it will get better over time. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, this is so right – wait, can you repeat the second thing? Because this is just, like, way too much for me to remember. <laughs> if you do not like the weather, wait a minute. If you do not like the weather, wait a minute. I like how that this is in relation to how I am currently in the Lone Star State. See, yes. Yeah, yeah, see. This, this, this further cements Noah being a bad host. I'm the best host. <laughs> no, he's doing right. great. Speaking about Texas, uh, let's start off with Jose Altuve, who's off to a torrid start, hitting 187. Are, are you going to say, I wouldn't trust him any farther than I could throw him? 
or if you don't like it, the weather, wait a minute. As far as this year? This goes? year in the future, are you done with them? Or do you or do you try, are you just gonna wait for the weather a little bit? No, if you don't like the weather, definitely wait a minute. I mean this guy, come on, this guy's a World Series a fake World Series champion, but he's still a <laughs> No, good no, player. it's it's legitimate. Um, they still got the trophy, buddy. They do have the trophy. They still got uh, the trophy. Is it you know, he can definitely, you know, obviously now He can he's put that on his on LinkedIn resume. Okay, okay, let me finish. Obviously <laughs> now he's guessing on the pitches, so it's a bit harder for him. Exactly. I still believe I still think he, you know, he's a obviously a, an all-star player. It's just a bad start. I mean, again, we're in a very strange situation. It's a strange season. We've seen so strange things already. Um, you know, he'll he'll get back on the swing of things. He might not have an all-star caliber year, but he'll definitely be, you know, around, you know, the areas of what we're used to seeing him as far as statistics go. I'm with Mike. Same, Mike. The, and and I do want to say he does. He's a World Series champion, so like he can put that on his LinkedIn resume. Like, like is that what I'm heard of saying? Like the weather or something like that? You can, yes. If you don't, you don't like the weather. Just wait a minute. That's okay. Yes, that's I, I don't that's like the weather. Just wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> no, but Jason's liking it, the weather right now. It looks pretty nice in Colorado. He, he yeah, is liking nice. the weather in Colorado right now. All right, next up is George Springer, another Astro or Asterisk, I guess if you want to call him that. Who's hitting 182 at the moment? He's now he's again he's hitting his he's now 30, same as Altuve. So do you think it's a thing to start worrying for a 30 year old? Right field, we starting to struggle at offense, or you think it'll be fine? If you don't like the weather, wait a minute. I mean, again, I think it's same deal with Altuve, perennial All Star. You know, he's a good, he's still, he's still a good fielder. Great. I mean, again, I, 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 I'm having, I, the one thing I am feel like I'm gonna have trouble with is like taking and you know taking especially stats unless it's someone who was already good before and they're like getting you know and they're getting even better like i'm feeling i'm gonna have trouble taking much meaning out of stats from you know from this year especially if they're like aberrations like with springer and altuve if you don't like the weather wait a minute yeah Uh, yeah, i'm with that okay i got yeah i gotta i gotta wait a little bit mike yeah just just wait a like just wait a second like just let them get in the swing of things and um you know, again, look, I can start to see the sun shine already. I know it, 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 it's amazing, yes. right? It's, a, it's like that's that's Florida for you. It just you know, but you, you're know not in you have a rain shower, it turns into a thunderstorm, and then just a couple minutes later, it's boom. Hey, the devil's like, beating his wife, you know what like I mean? Nothing can happen. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's a sun shower, that's what they call it somewhere. Going with the sayings more, yes. Uh, all right, next up. Reese Hoskins, who so far has only one RBI and is batting a solid (laughs) 211. I wouldn't trust him. Mm -mm. Nah, he's he he was a fluke. Yeah, flukey, flukey, flukey. I wouldn't wouldn't throw him. (laughs) (laughs) What? Where you at, Jason? Uh, I was saying Darius Geist too many times, rubbing it in. That was fantasy football face. But (laughs) Reese Hoskins. Uh, Would you trust him? If we don't like the weather, wait a minute. Oh, wow. Um, I'm torn, but leaning towards Alex and Mike. Yeah. Like, What's it called? Throw him? Yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust him any farther than I could throw him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> okay. Did you yeah. know these sayings, or are they real? They are real. I looked them up. You looked, yeah, no. They're, they're, they make sense, but they're just a lot of garble. Uh, a lot of gibberish. Next, next up, former... MVP Chris Davis, 
He's hitting 139 right now. Wait, How which, you guys which feel? Chris Davis? Are you talking about like the Chris Davis, the Baltimore <laughs> Oil? Okay, so like he's the greatest done. player of he's all done. time. <laughs> yeah, he's done. <laughs> I'm keeping the faith. If you don't like the weather, wait a minute. He's gonna do exactly well. I'm keeping the faith. No, definitely not. No, uh, he's he's he, done. He, he is. He is absolutely gone. He deserves to go rot in baseball prison, which means to get released. <laughs> How did he, wait, did he actually win an MVP? Not real. Did he? Not, he, he I think he was like top five or something. Five. At one yeah, I don't point. think he won an MVP. Yeah. That was when he had like those, a lot of home runs, but you know, he won. A, he was also that year. Uh, right. Any, anyway, next up, uh, batting a solid. On, uh, batting a solid 186 first baseman Max Muncie. Oh, I, I, I say, I say, if you don't like it, like the weather, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm going with, I'm going with, that. I mean, I he's really good. He, he is, I, I, not to bring my fantasy team into it again, but I, I, he's, 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 he's dragging me down a little bit, you know, which is, which is unfortunate because I, he, I, th- I think he's a really good player, but, and solid everywhere, but yeah, he's not. It's not doing it right now. Throw back to the time I drafted Chris Davis and Mike Lynch's 20-team fantasy baseball league. It was the year when he first hit like 50 home runs, and I was like, I got to steal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, you thought. Yeah. I mean, fantasy is all – it's its all luck, but, you know, a little bit of – a little bit of uh, – I don't know. I wouldn't change my first year and retired. I'm the best. But, yeah, I would agree with Alex. Definitely just wait a minute. I, I think, you know, again – Again, you have a lot to think about. I know we're like technically far into the season, but we're only not even 20 games. Exactly. So, so I mean, these statistics that we're looking at are totally, um, you know, it's a very small sample size and not what we're going to be used to, especially at the end of the year. But, yeah, definitely wait a minute on this guy. I think, you know, like like Alex said, it, you know, he's a very good player. Yo, I'm just saying – uh, quick update. Carey Price just made uh, what's it called? Braden Holpe's stick save look stupid. Oh seriously? Oh my god! Uh-oh. He made a stick save sprawling out in the in the front of the net and stuck his stick up as Scott Lawton was was uh, uh was wristing a shot on net and saved it with the end of his stick. Let's see. I'm oh my god! Jesus Christ! That is uh, literally the most. Ins- wow! Jesus not Christ! So, not an interrupt. Here, but we got Sorry. two, three more players. Than okay, 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 by the way, that's that's an L. Oh, Sixers Next. lost. Oh, that's fat. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, well, yeah right, my luck. All right. Uh, next up, Christian Yelich hitting a solid one sixty four. Dude, come on. Who are we talking about? Christian Yelich. Christian. Oh my God, dude, come on. Look at that. I'm wait. I'm waiting like fifteen years for the weather here, dude. I'll wait yeah. as long as I need to. This guy, come on, this guy is insane. I mean, my guy in here. Mr. Kaspersky, what do you think of Christian Yelich? Yeah, he's a solid guy. That's all. What do you think about Christian Yelich? You're the Wisconsinite. Uh, Christian Yelich, he's having a little bit of a, a rough start, you know, but hopefully he'll get back to his MVP but you, would, but you would wait for him. You would rely on him, right? Oh, yeah. He's oh, there. hell yeah. Exactly. Oh, hell come yeah. on, it's Christian Yelich. <laughs> yeah. the there we go. Hey, trust the Wisconsinite. Right. Trust the Wisconsinite. You got you to gotta give mad trust to the Wisconsinite. I mean, he sees him every day. So, like, you know, again, another – another. he is a bad man, but he's not – He goes to Kroger and he sees him. He goes to Culver's and he sees him. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. He, I mean, he sees him eating his – while he eats his cheese curds. I mean, like, you know, come on. This guy's a all-star, man. 
so yeah definitely definitely wait as no, alex said 15 minutes however long it takes on here like what is wrong with you what you have a brain injury like why do you put these <laughs> oh my god oh, wow he's dead that's harsh. No, dead. damn uh, that's hurtful yes let's go fire the score all right, next up, Tyler Glass now. Currently mm, rocking a 556 mm, mm, mm. ERA. Oh, I'm waiting as long as I need I, to. Mm. I, 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 I agree. The Ray, I, I, not, to, not to go back to this, but the Rays completely fleeced the Pirates in that trade. They completely yes. fleeced the Pirates. Yes, yes. Um, the Rays are just yeah. the Rays just keep finding a way with whoever the Rays the Rays they, they, with whoever they have they they keep oh, finding oh the 2015 no, MLB draft in the third round they fleeced a guy who got his arm or his leg broken in the Super Regionals and he's turning into just a god I don't know if Snell is going to be that good of a pitcher though no Snell's Snell's fluky but Glasnow has oh my god Glass Glasnow is going to be a stud yeah but just yo just think about that uh, that third round of the 2015 MLB draft. They got a stud out of the rough from the University of Maryland. Oh, uh, enough about Brandon Lowe, okay? He's over it's, there. It's, it's actually uh, Lau, get it right? Solid. Solid no, it overperforming I don't think team. so, Alex. It definitely yeah. is. Yeah. Next up, Lau. we have Yankees pitcher James Paxton sporting a solid 7-8-4 ERA right now. He's another, um, to me, he's another Sonny Gray type of thing. Like, he's fine outside of New York, but you put him in New York, it's not going to work. I agree. Um, I, so I, don't wherever, the, I don't match the case. I thought he did fine last year. Actually, I, just, I, just, I, I know, but those yeah. first innings are killer. Yeah. He can't, like... No, but I think the concerns with him is more of the velocity. So I'm going to say he's, I'm, I'm going to say he's on the downside of his career. I, I, I don't know. I, I agree. Just, I, I just, yeah, I don't. I think yeah. the velocity. Like, from a postseason standpoint, you know, I don't, I don't have the utmost confidence. But I mean, I like him better than Sonny Gray. I would feel more confident with him than Sonny. But yeah, I, I mean, he's very shaky. I want him and Jay have it, but. I, I think Hap's like done. Like, I think he has yeah, Hap's just done. Hap's absolutely done. I mean, the, at least the, the fact that he went twenty-two and four in a season is just wild. Jay Hap, Philly's legend. <laughs> Philly's legend. <laughs> yes. Did he win the rookie of the year? It's not J A. It's J. It's J. Just J Hap. Yeah, we figured that out when he came to the Yankees. All you oh, guys, I thought it was all J. you have been saying it wrong for so long. No, it's nah. J. Hap. It's pronounced just like J. That's it. Oh, That's okay. It. Sorry to J. Hap. My bad. Yeah. Pretty sure it was traded for uh, – it was either Hunter Pence or Roy Oswald. Wait, 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 how many more people do we have? How many more people? This is the last one, actually. Last one, and then I can yes. finish up the pod. Yes, and the last one is this player is unique. He's actually in 293 at the moment. And his name is Giancarlo Stanton. He's on the he's on the injured list yet again. Can you trust Giancarlo Stanton to stay healthy, or are you nope. saying you know? I don't trust mm-hmm. him. Anymore. I don't trust him to stay healthy. But I trust him, him to produce when he is healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, agreed. I I mean, we didn't see him at all last year. Who knows how much we're going to see of him this year? Yeah, the guy's completely injury prone. Um, but is he going to produce when he's in the lineup? I think so. I mean, he's shown that. But I mean, yeah. if he pay, that, plays yeah, like twenty yeah, games. But how much in the lineup is he going to be? Is the thing. Well, that's that's the point. Yeah, can mean, you trust him to say? You know, can you trust yeah, him? To I can't trust him to say. As long as if he's there, he's too large of a human. I don't. Care, I mean, right now it's not a concern of mine. But as long as he's there, come October, we'll be fine. That'd be that'd be nice. Because right now we don't, don't, we don't. The Yankees don't like we've kind of alluded to with their pitching. I don't think their pitching's there to win a championship. But 
hopefully we need all the offense. They, they need all the offense they can, they can get. Mike, but, I, I think that both of them – so both of them are large human beings who can hit a ball really far. But I think that being a large human being, especially playing baseball, is comes at a disadvantage to both of them. Because because they're just yeah. – all of them – I mean, we all want them to be good, but, like, they're really injury-prone. Judges yeah, Jay, Jason judge. has a good point. He, he's, he, he, one of them was, like, from a catch. It's, like, the wall. One was, like, a dive. Like Yeah, he, but, like, I know, like, the fluky stuff starts becoming natural. Maybe. As the yeah, thing. Then it gets in your head and your plates. So. No, no, I think that – no, I really want Judge to be, like, again, don't like the Yankees, but I love Aaron Judge. Like, like dude can hit some tanks. Can I get an all-rise? Yeah, and, and he's got a buck tooth like Michael Strahan. Praise. Praise be. Got yes. that gap. Got that yeah, gap in his teeth. We, we like that gap because usually that leads to championships. So. That is true. That is true. Praise be to gap. <laughs> Mind the gap. Mind well, the gap. Actually, <laughs> I, I actually forgot one player. I looked over. I'm sorry. This is the bonus one. I couldn't help myself to put another Ray on there. Charlie Morton, Philly's legend. Mm-mm. On the IL yet again. I, I, I'm not feeling confident about him. Who's like, on the- he had, he had a really, really good year last year, but, like, had, the back half of his career is kind of when he blossomed, and I think that, like, he's just too – he's too old now. Like, I'm I'm mm-hmm. honestly – like, I'm starting to get really, really scared about our pitching. Um, and, like, it would, it would be nice if, like, Brian Schaefer would just, like, come out of nowhere. And, like – and like What? What about the bullpen? How are you feeling about that? I don't know, because, like, it's been shaky, and, like, Kittredge is out, even though, like, Kittredge sucks, but, like – I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot iffier on the pitching now. Um, it seems like the offense is like streaky. Honestly, I wouldn't mind that. Uh, him and Matt Andrees, like you can't. Oh my God, you can't knock the uh, the start. It, see, Ryan Yarbrough is like the next guy in that. So it's like, <laughs> if Jaden Shields came back to his 2010 form. I'd be happy, but like James Shields has been buns since he yeah, left the race. Wait, wait, he still play? <laughs> I hope he isn't. <laughs> James Shields is still playing. I hope he's not. I wait, is not that it? Him, is that all the people, Noah? That is all the people. Yes. All right. Well, that's a wrap think, on. Uh, that is a wrap. I think on that note, like I look. Weather, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I think on that note, as I look at a picture of depressed Reese Hoskins watching the Phillies play baseball, I think that it is uh, appropriate in time to wrap up episode 15 of Sports Luck. So thank you so much, Alex, for coming on. Uh, where where can where can people find your stuff, Alex? Uh, so best place if you're following me, the only social media that I really use with any sort of frequency is Twitter. So it's just Twitter at Alexander Dacey. That's the D-A-C-Y, all, just all together, all lowercase. And then if you're if you want to follow the Diamondback, my, yeah, if you want to follow my writing, check out the Diamondback. It's dbknews.com uh, and click on the sports section. I'll probably I'll be in there. Uh, <laughs> he'll be in there. He'll be in there a lot. But you trust me, yeah. you did a lot of good stuff with baseball. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know a few. Hey, if you want to do the uh, if you want to do the story on the New Jersey guys, feel free because I couldn't do that. Last oh, time. okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. you can. Yeah, yeah. You, All right. You have, yeah, you have free reign to do it. Trust me, it's a good story. Awesome. Thank, thank you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thank you, thanks so much, everyone, for uh, for listening. Um, uh, we hope all is good. Um, stay safe, stay healthy as usual. Make sure to listen to us on 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Uh, follow us on, on, on Twitter if you want. Um, but, yeah, stay safe, Twitter. stay healthy. Please wear a mask. He's not Jason. To don't follow Jason. Hey, don't follow Jason. But stay safe. What? He's the worst. I, I, made, I think I made an account once for you, and then you said to make it. I never used it again. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Uh, he's the worst. So don't follow and, No, Jason. he's not the worst. He's not the worst. I got to finish. Okay. Um, so, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy. Please wear a mask, and we will talk to you guys next week. Stay classic.